Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. He's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. All righty. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Matt Stein, Mitz, and Evan Giddings. Dal DeGruy Johnson is off today. Uh, apparently, I was the only <laughs> one who didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, that one's on you, Stan. I already texted Guru and asked him if he was listening today, because if he's not listening, I'm going at him big time. Well, I, I just time. hope this isn't a sign of the non-year of Steiny, because 2023 is officially over, brother. Oh my God, you're right. You're right. I went out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, you did. But uh, Some of the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I uh, hope everybody's doing well. we got a lot to talk about today, and I, I do have to share something <laughs> Tough start to New Year for your boy. It's a new year. Lost my wallet. <laughs> Didn't realize it till today. I've been home for the last two days. Haven't left the house. Pretty sure it's still in the house somewhere. But I couldn't find it this morning. And so uh, it's just so, so unsettling. And uh, I know what everybody thinks. Oh, Stiney, we got after it. He lost his wallet. Oh, it's crazy. No, not really. Not really. <laughs> I've been a better story. I saw it at a. Uh, I saw it on the kitchen island, and then uh, now I, I don't know where it is. Even island. Yeah, you know that island in the middle. Oh right? yeah. And then. Um, so anyway, your boy is really hoping that at some point in the next four hours, I get a text from somebody at home saying, "Hey, we got it." Just don't let him make you be unbecoming. No, it's it's. It's so unsettling. It's like, you know, it's, it's, I'll do an hour of the show. By the way, the boss right now, fuming, saying, wait a minute, you haven't been on the radio in two weeks and you're talking about your damn wallet. We got Niners. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Anyway, hopefully I'll get a text that, uh, the, the wallet has turned up. But, uh, you'd be happy to know that I got to, I borrowed a uh, clipper card today and, uh, got into BART and then, uh, it had insufficient funds. And I'm sure you wished everyone a happy new year on your way in. Well, I couldn't get out of the BART station in Montgomery. Montgomery. I'll be honest. You want to come get me, uh, the coppers? Come get me. I walked through. I had to jump through. I had insufficient funds. I'll get you on the back end. I didn't have my wallet. I had my no clipper cards. I got a clipper card from Susan. 
Didn't have enough. Now I'm stuck in Montgomery. Stuck in the city. Yeah. That's coming back. If you want to drop well, by. That's true. That's drop true. off Sud. Feel free. That's true. All right. Uh, but I'm going to get through it, I think. Uh, we got two teams to talk about going in opposite directions, it looks like. 49ers and uh, Golden State Warriors. And obviously the 49ers, number one seed uh, in the NFC. They beat Washington, yes, uh, two days ago. They got thumped by the Ravens. Yowza. But that's in the rearview mirror. A couple things that uh, I'm just going to start out the show. You guys know the number, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, basically, Evan and I haven't been around for 10, 12 days, two weeks, something like that. And when we left, when we left, the San Francisco 49ers were the Super Bowl favorites. No doubt about it. No doubt. Super Bowl favorites. They're not right now. I 10, think, they, 12 days I think later. they might technically still be the betting favorites some places. Really? But I think to me that's more of a reflection of the conference that they play in. But if they were like you posed this before they played on Christmas, if the Ravens won that game, which they ended up doing, I don't think they'd be favored in a game against Baltimore if they played them again. How could they be? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the 49ers, uh, they made up for it on uh, Sunday, beat Washington. Philly loses. They clinched the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, here's, here's where I'm going to start with the Warriors. Because I've been noticing this, and I just wanted to run it by the boss, too. And he, he concurred. And, and Evan, I know how you feel, so you can jump in. Uh, I'm watching the Warriors this year. They're 15 and 17. And they're 15 and 17. That's what they are. And yet, over the course of the last week or two, I keep seeing more and more and more criticism of Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr can't adjust. Steve Kerr, too enamored with the old guys. What do you, what do you guys watch when you watch a Warrior game? All you Warrior fans out there that think Steve Kerr is a terrible coach, and is hurting is like what what game are you watching? Are you watching Steph Curry incapable of making a shot? Are you watching Klay Thompson deteriorate in front of our eyes? How is that Steve Kerr's fault? Now all of a sudden the plays he's designing, the shots they're creating aren't as good. Bottom line is, what do you want him to do? He's he's stuck with players who are in decline. You all wanted it, most of you. You all wanted this to stick as long as possible. He's also playing the youngsters more than at any juncture in his coaching. He's playing the young guys. Never occur to anybody out there, this team ain't that good anymore. This team might not be that good anymore. Anyway, to me, when you make a list of the Warrior problems, Kerr's like eight as far as I'm concerned on this team. But he still is a part of the problem. Now, I think... How so? How so? How is Steve Kerr part of the problem? Because, just like you're talking about with Steph and Clay, and I think I'm more in your camp than, than the camp that we've seen a lot over the last, well, three games since they've begun a new streak in the wrong direction. But if the Warriors have... Like, Steve Kerr's got more choices than ever to make about who needs to play, his rotation, matchups. Like, he's got to do more in-game decision-making than ever before. I think that's fair. So if there are, let's say, 10 decisions for him to make in a game, okay, I think he probably gets six or seven of them right. And 
getting three or four wrong is not that big of a deal unless, to your point, your team is not that good anymore, or your team is just another team, which the which the record currently reflects. Like they're twentieth in defensive rating, they're fourteenth in offensive rating, they're a middle of the pack team right now, and they're two games below five hundred as a result. But when you have so many tight situations or games, there does need to be a person that can press the right buttons at the right time, and I don't think Steve Kerr has pressed enough of those buttons. Now, you might say, hey, that's the difference between being 17 and 15 and 15 and 17, but that is a big difference. So, to me, Steve Kerr is not the largest issue, but just like everyone else, he deserves some of the finger pointing. To me, the issue with Steve Kerr is on Mike Dunleavy and Joe Lacob. Period. End of story. And the reason I say that is because Steve Kerr is Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is the same coach he was day one. He's leaned to the veterans all the time. That's who he is. If you want to play young guys, if you want to change your strategy right now, <clears throat> all right, Joe Lacob came into this studio earlier this season talking about a championship. They have another championship in him. Okay, well, if you think you have another championship in him, in, the, in you, well, then Steve Kerr's the coach. If you don't, if you look at this team maybe more realistically and say, you know what, this team's probably not a title team. So maybe we should go in another, maybe we should, I don't know what you do. You made this bed with Draymond Green. All right, you made this bed with Andrew Wiggins. So you want somebody else to coach this team to reprioritize some of the younger players? you got to get another coach. You can't ask Steve Kerr to do something that he's not... You wouldn't get Phil Jackson to coach an expansion team. So, if, if you don't like Steve Kerr, tell Joe Lacob and Mike Dunleavy to get off him then. Well, I don't think Steve Kerr has been as bad as people have made him out. Like, if you look at the season right now, and you go through all the decisions that he's made, I don't think... Like, he hasn't been out in front of the issues with this team. But he's reacted to them. And I, I don't really know how you can fault him for that. Like, I don't know what people want more of him. You know, is it is it benching Clay? Well, he's done that twice now. Like, Clay hasn't finished a game in the fourth quarter twice now this season. That's something that he would that Kerr would never approach. I don't know if people want him to bench a particular player. Maybe it's Clay. Like, he's benched Andrew Wiggins. He's right. benched Kevon Looney. He has benched two or three at different points champions on this roster. And for a guy that is can you know labeled as stuck in his ways or being in the mud and living in the past, I think he's coached more in the present than ever before. And for whatever reason, that's not good enough. So the issues to me with the Warriors right now is they got Steph Curry, and then you don't know who's their second best player on a given night. To me, that's not on Steve Kerr. I think that is on the roster that's constructed, and he's trying to do his best. Like I, I don't know if there's a coach in this league right now. Maybe Eric Spolstra because he's got a track record of making the most out of some you know poor pieces, uh, like he did a couple games ago against the Warriors, a la Jamal Cain. But I, I just don't know if there's another coach right now that would take this roster and put it into the title contention category that people want them to be. No chance. No. No chance. Let's be realistic about that. I am getting a lot on the YouTube uh, YouTube chat. 
Uh, Dublin Marge, one of our favorites coming in. There, do, there does seem to be a sentiment out there about Clay Thompson. It, it does feel like there are a lot of Warrior fans that are saying, look, if he's not playing well, get him out. I get it. Or get him out meaning play fewer minutes. Don't you get it? That's only a sliver of the solution because Clay Thompson's a legend around here. And Clay Thompson's in a contract year, and you knew that. Like, this should have been planned for. What if we don't re sign Clay and he struggles? Because that's where we're at. Okay, now what do you do? Because it feels like nobody even thought about this. It also feels like nobody thought about, okay, we'll, we'll give Draymond $100 million over four years, and, uh-oh, now he's suspended. He's missed the past nine games. We don't know when he's coming back. Who thought? Well, who didn't think about that? Like, the, the position that Kerr's been put in, what do you, like, can we, what do you think, playing Pajemski and Jackson Davis and Moody and you know, Wiggins good for one, and all of a sudden you're 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 going to win games. Like, don't you get it? Your young players aren't significantly better than other teams' young players. Like everybody likes Pajemski. I like Pajemski. I like all their young players. But every roster's full of young players, like the Warriors have, and most of the teams' young players are better because they've been playing more. For for people to look to, for people to have watched this team for twelve years. And actually seen the last couple years lead to this point. And now they say, well, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr? My God. Anybody who watched this team over 10 years knew that there was going to be a point when they were going to have, okay, so here's what I'm hearing. Everybody out there that's down on Steve Kerr, okay, double it up and go go move Clay Thompson. Because the coach that Steve Kerr is, is the coach who's going to give Clay as much time as he can. Because he'll go, he will go down, Steve Kerr will go down with Clay Thompson, period, rather than go down with somebody untested. He's just, that's who he is. So if you don't like it, then push is coming to shove. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a couple things there. One, it's like if you're going to lose. You're going to lose with your guys. Like, these are Steve Kerr's guys. And maybe that's the issue that a lot of people have is he doesn't seem like he's willing to come up off them. But, like you just talked about, I think Pajemski is a really good rookie. TJD appears to be a solid rookie. Kaminga is beginning to emerge. Moody hasn't played much, but he's the odd man out on a team with 12 different playable players. But the thing is... The Warriors didn't lose the last three games because Steve Kerr didn't play the young guys. I think, from watching those games, specifically on Christmas, they lost because their two players that are supposed to be their best players, a la Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson, because Draymond's not available, were bad. Like, they were objectively bad. Steph is shooting 30% from three in his last three games. Klay Thompson, after shooting... What was it, like over 40% for the previous 14 fell off a cliff the last three games. That's why you lost. 
I, I think it's as simple as that, especially in the, against the defending champs. Like, during their five-game win streak, the last time you and I talked, Klay Thompson was on a heater, and the Warriors were winning. And Stephen Curry was playing good basketball, and the Warriors were winning. They need their best players to play like their best players. And if they don't, I don't see how, no matter how good the young guys are, I'm talking about the 25 and youngers, I don't see how those guys are going to supplement the fall-off of your two, and you know, you can throw other guys in there as well. I don't know how they're going to supplement the fall-off from their top dogs. Right. Like You win in the NBA because of stars. You saw it against the Mavericks. Luka Doncic came in and torched the Golden State Warriors. If Luka had a bad game, the Mavericks would have lost. Stephen mm-hmm. Curry has not played well the last three games. Klay Thompson has shot terribly the last three games. That's why the Warriors are in the position that they are, not because Steve Kerr isn't playing young players. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you there. And when I look at the, the Golden State Warriors and, and where they're at right now, I mean, look, to me, they've been kicking the can down the road. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've been kicking the can down the road under the uh, belief that they can, they can get another title. And if that's the way they're going to believe or have been believing, then the minute they don't think that anymore, they've got to do something different. They've acknowledged from the end of last season, everything they've done has said, we can win a title. All right, well, now you're 15 and 17. The minute you don't think you can win a title, well, then let's change direction. I don't even know what that means at this point because some of the decisions you've made in the last year, year and a half, have now become decisions that make it more difficult to transition. But... Let me tell you something, and it's an uncomfortable truth. How about Steph Curry? I mean, I think Steph Curry's more important than Steve Kerr. He should be. Steph Curry got off to a good start this year. He's not had a good year. By Steph's standards, he's not having a good year. Well, he's not playing well lately. Exactly. And that's, like, there's... Like, the reason they've lost their last three games, oh, but Jerry played this guy too much, this too little, this too Steph was 9 for 25. Before that, he was 3 for 15. The game before that, he was 7 for 21. Clay, 1 for 11, 4 for 11, 3 for 12. Get out of here. Like, that's why you've lost your last three games. Your, your best players aren't playing well right now. That's all. Well, and that's why I think a lot of people are beginning to look at the front office and say, what are you going to do? Because whether you think Steve Kerr's in the right or whether you think he's in the wrong or you think the Splash Brothers have been doing too much or doing too little, the fact remains this roster is Stephen Curry and then who knows on a night-in and night-out basis. So do you consolidate the roster? Do you try and, I don't know, get ahead of the, of the decisions that you have to make this offseason, they are at an inflection point, and the first shot was thrown across the bow this weekend when the New York Knicks went out and made a trade with the Toronto Raptors. Like, it is yep. officially trade season. Yep. So, does that mean that the Warriors need to make a move? If so, what do you think it should be? Because what we do know is right now they have more questions than answers, and that's the reason why they've been seesawing between two or three games over 500, and well, I guess four officially is the largest they've been at the beginning of the season, and now 
They've been as many as four games below 500. They're currently two. They got a good young team in Orlando coming in tonight. You got the defending champs again on Thursday in Denver. Like, this is a point in the season where you do need to make some difficult choices. And I'm not sure the Warriors are in a position to where they have enough rope to wait until the trade deadline. Yeah. No, I think... I. Doesn't mean you have to make a move, but you have to make that choice of whether you're going to or not. Uh, 415, I'm sorry, 650. I don't think it's about benching Clay. It's about having Clay come off the bench. Okay, fair. He's already moved Wiggins to the bench. So that, that and also, Looney. Yeah, that, that, that's the other thing. I, I just I, Steve Kerr feels loyalty to Wiggins because Wiggins has one ring. He feels four times as much loyalty to Clay because Clay has four. That's why the first guy to go to the bench was Wiggins, who hasn't been here as long as Clay Thompson. Okay, we move Clay Thompson to the bench. For whom? Move Wiggins back in there? I mean, the, the, the reality of the situation is that Clay's got to play better or this team's going nowhere. Steph's got to even play better, or this team's not going anywhere. And I, like, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but man, I'm watching those last three games, and I've said this before, but you know, you see these young players, in Miami, and and you know, two nothing. Miami scores, you go up two nothing, and there's somebody lingering in the backcourt, just waiting for Curry, and turning him when he's bring the times he does bring the ball up. And he is absolutely getting engulfed by defenses right now. And usually by one guy who's just assigned young, athletic, usually a smart player. And it, it's, it feels like it's taking its toll on him. Like, I feel like Steph Curry, just the moments are just a little fewer and farther between. And, and, and he's wearing out. It feels to me like he's wearing out. We're only in January. And then emotionally, it feels like, you know, everybody tries to interpret his body language, and he was he looked miserable the last couple games, and everyone's like, boy, he's looks like he's just really down on this team. I think he could be down on himself. I think maybe he could be thinking, huh, how much do I have left at what level for how many minutes a game over how many, you know what I mean? These guys know where they're at in their career. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think the Warriors have a fix, to tell you the truth. And and I don't know if it's that even that deep with Steph. I think it. I mean, like you, you've known Curry for a long time. I think he approaches each game as its own entity. And the last couple games, he's played not up to his standard. I think that's why he's so, so frustrated mm-hmm. because he's also smart enough to know that if he doesn't play well, this team's probably not going to win. Right. So, and that's the case now more than ever. Not that if he played poorly back in even their glory days, that. The team would be able to, you know, they'd probably lose. Like if Steph shoots, if Steph's shooting thirty percent from three, or if he's shooting below forty percent from the field, I don't like the Warriors' chances against anybody. Like I don't care if they're playing. Well, maybe Washington, maybe Portland. I guess, I guess, yeah. What they beat the Trailblazers when he scored seven points and make a three, but that's part of it too. Like they did have a big win against Boston, but during their five-game win streak, when they had, in my opinion, they hadn't turned a corner. But they looked like they were getting there. They were a game above 500. They were starting to play some basketball. The rotations were starting to set in. And remember, we were talking about, well, how does Draymond Green fit back into this? You know, how does GP2 fit back into this? The Warriors are where they need to be right now. They're look, you know, they look like they're playing good basketball. 
And then you come cratering back down to earth when your best players don't play well, and now everything's back in flux. Like, I, I just wonder where people are at, because to me, I don't think they're as bad as they've played the last three games, and they probably also weren't the team that was going to rattle off 10 in a row. Right. They started out 6-2. and two. Yeah. They went 4-12. and 12. They went 5-0. and oh. Now they're 0-3. Oh so that's and, and that's two games under. That's 15 and 17. So the 6 uh, 510 on uh, Comcast Business Tax Line. The fix is some load management. Hmm. I mean, dude, Clay's only playing 30 minutes a game right now. Wiggins is only playing 26. Chris Paul, 27. Those three guys have all played fewer minutes this year than, than their norm. So. I, I know everybody wants the young young guys to play. Hold on. Pajemski's playing 23 minutes a night. Kaminga, 22. Who else here? Moody, when he gets in, 18. By the way, Pajemski's like... And Pajemski's know. played like over 30 since he's been in the starting line. Yeah. Alright, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, we're going to start out with Niners. I'm sorry, we're going to start out with Warriors. That's already happened, but I want to talk about the Niners, uh, too. Maybe we'll move into them. Maybe we'll go hour 40. We'll go like hour Warriors, hour Niners. See how, take the temperature. 888-957-9570 is the number. You know what, I don't care if you think Steve Kerr coached well and could get you to 17 and 15, but it sounds to me like there are a lot of fans out there that think, man, if Steve Kerr would have handled this right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over Think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We'd be twenty. We'd be nineteen and thirteen, and I'm here to say, please, please, come on. I think the closer 
And the quicker we look at this team in a more realistic way, then maybe we can move forward in, in a better way than 15 and 17. Hey, uh, don't miss the kickoff show this Sunday with Larry Kruger and Lorenzo Neal live two hours before the start of the game. Join us at the Hilton Santa Clara for delicious food, great drinks, and the best pregame show in the Bay Area presented by Habis Law. You've been wronged. Habis Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabisLaw.com. To Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, Matt Steinman and Evan Giddings with you. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Tough start for your boy. Tough start for your boy. I had uh, still in the process. I haven't found my wallet. That's really worrying me. That's one of those things where, yeah, you walk out, you get coffee, and you're like, what's wrong? Something's wrong. Oh, that's right. I don't have my wallet. And it's very unsettling. Also, it doesn't help to start the new year getting verbally undressed uh, by your partner. It was in text form. Wow. He didn't, he didn't say it. Wow. Hi. It's a brand new goo. 2024. I hope not. Oh. You think that's a sign? You think he's... No. I, is he's he done, fine. Is he done with me? <laughs> I don't know. Are you? You better hope I don't read this <laughs> online or, uh, over the years. I think you're just I in a fragile give, place this I, morning because of your wallet. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, Goo, I'm sorry not to sorry not to have your schedule on my wall. Hey, simmer. My my bad buddy. Simmer. I love you. <laughs> He'll be back tomorrow. I hope. I think everyone is. I'm not taking any more guesses. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> Don't jump to conclusions. Oh, 49ers number one seed in the NFC. They have home field throughout. They bounce back from a loss against Baltimore, beat Washington. Philly loses. They're a mess. You can always tell how the Eagles are doing when you just take the temperature of my friends and they're you know what they, God, let me apologize to you evan and let me apologize to spadoni and to guru and all you guys who are fans of teams out here because i give you grief about how you quit on your teams all the time you know what they do the same thing all my buddies we stink we're not going anywhere no we're done niners are better than us we stink hurt stinks sirianni's gonna be fired now nah, whoever thought this team was any good well, you guys did week nine. But anyway, that's... It's called being a fan, Stoney. Yeah, I guess. It's called being a fan. Yeah, I, like, I, I do yeah. wonder, though, in Philly, so what, what's next? Like, is it just the Eagles? Do they move? Is there a college basketball team they enjoy? Do they, are they back on the Sixers? Philly's looking pretty, pretty good. good. Sixers do look pretty they good. They do look good. Sixers are officially in my teams that can win it list. You have a list? Yeah. Would you like to reveal it? Well, two teams that were not on it at the beginning of the year who are now on it. The Timberwolves and the uh, Sixers. I thought they were on it at the beginning of the year. Very beginning. But Minnesota? I, I have to be honest. When they were 0-0, zero and zero, they weren't on it. But so you're were, a fan, too. All right, they well, could they were, win it. Now they stink. They can't win it. And now they're back. That's different. Okay. Let's go to Matt in Oakland. What's going on, Matt? How you doing, man? Cheer me up. Hey guys, uh, ha- happy New Year to you both. Thank you. Same to you. I, um, get a tile for your wallet. I did. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, I have no, no idea. They're like 20 bucks, man. Do it. You'll okay. be happy. Thank you. That's a great uh, idea. Now, uh, so far as the Warriors go, I think a little <laughs> do- dose of realism is in order here. I think the best thing that can happen to these guys is a non-career-threatening injury to Curry. Because these guys are going absolutely nowhere. I have no idea who's back next year. 
maybe nobody but Steph and the kids. Siakam, no. There is no trade that is going to make them into a contender. They need to get some picks back. Play and Paul have expiring contracts. That is worth something. Not sure they should do it at the deadline, but uh, I'm so over Draymond, too. I would they need to clean house and look to the future because the worst thing that could possibly happen is for them to uh, try to make this thing work one more time, lose their future assets, and then end up as what they are, which is at best a play-in team, maybe an eight-seed. Uh, hate to say it, it's been great, but they stink. <laughs> And they're not going to get better. Um, they're going to lose tonight. I, I don't see that. I don't see them beating Orlando. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But uh, they not- sure as heck are not going to contend. All right, so Matt, your list. appreciate it, Matt. No, I. Matt's saying let's start making moves. Yeah, tell me how you really feel. I mean, it's it's within the realm of possibility. I I know that. You can move Clay to the bench. You can bring him off the bench. Is there a player out there? I mean, I don't know. Some somebody asked me a few weeks back. This was when they were. I don't know. They. I can't remember if they were six and. They weren't six and two, but they you were. Remember in the middle, what, what game? It was the middle of four and twelve stretch after they started six and two. Yeah, and it just didn't look good. And I was like, well, I, what would you start to do? And I said, well, I would have started to do it this past summer. I think I would have bitten the bullet on Draymond. All right, now I'm thinking, how do we get off Clay and Paul? And that's where I'm at. Vince is in the city. Hey, Vince, where you at, man? How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I'm hey. off today, so I'm at home. So okay. The kids. Cool. Um, but, so, talk Warriors. All right. knock on Clay, but Father Time is unbeaten, and I just think, given his injuries, he had a hell of a comeback, our last championship run, but I don't – you could just see it. He's not able to, to to sustain the type of level of play that they need from him to be contenders. Um, I think he could go to the bench and play like a – I hate to say it, Kyle Korver type role because at that point – at this point, that's kind of all he's got left. He's got a jumper, maybe a midi, but he can't drive the lane like he used to and his defense is not where it needs to be. Vince, let me let me ask you a question because I want and I want to ask Warrior fans this because I just asked it to my boss and Evan during the break and it's this: I feel like you know when you talk about Clay, Draymond, and Curry, they both they've all three of them built up a, a just a ton of goodwill with Warrior fans, a ton of it, and I and I completely understand why Warrior fans want to ride this out as much as they can and they have been. I feel like, do you think? The fan base is like, I don't know, ready to move off from Clay. Either, you know what, we got to move him to the bench or we got to get him out of here. It, it it feels like, I don't know, Clay's always been the most, one of the most loved Warriors in, in a different way than Steph. And I'm detecting fans now are just down on him. I don't want to say that fans are down on him. There's a reason why the fan base is so endeared to him. It's because of his injuries and his comeback. I mean, the guy, he was drafted by right. us. He turned into a ridiculously great player in his prime before the injuries. And then it's still come back after those injuries and helped the team win. I mean, it's like, what more of a comeback story can you ask for with that guy? It's on the level of Alex Smith, I feel like. 
I mean, he didn't almost die, but right. he did come back from two horrendous injuries to help the team win. Um, but again, it's just, I don't think fans are wanting to move on from him. I think that the fan base would be happy if he retired a warrior. Right. He didn't go play somewhere else. I feel like that would be a tarnish on his legacy in some sort. But, you know, guys do it because they want to make money or whatever, and they feel like they got something left. But if you watch The Last Dance, Mike was talking about how we just wanted one more shot to see if we could do it. They had it. They had their last shot. They won in 22. They ran it back one right. more time in last season, and it didn't happen. They got to the playoffs and got bounced against the Lakers. And I mean, I just feel like if you look at the NBA as a whole, the game has evolved. There's so many bigger, faster, stronger guys who have the skill set of the smaller guys. The game has just gotten bigger and faster. You know, the Warriors were innovative when in their run because they spread the floor and nobody could stop a shooter. But I feel like the rest of the league caught up. They've made adjustments, and the Warriors just haven't countered. Well, not only that, thanks for the... what needs to be done. No, a good, good point, Vince. And not only that, I mean, the Warriors have gotten older in the last two or three years. See, I Vince Vince hit, hit on something that that has been, to me, the the big crux of a of, of maybe a, a disagreement, and it's all right. Let's let's uh, I'll I'll do it this way. Uh, two years ago, the Warriors won a title. Nobody expected it. I was wrong. I thought they were done winning titles, but they did, and it was a great title. They won their fourth title. Okay, boy. Now what do you do? Well. We gotta run it back. I okay. You gotta run it back. Have to. I get it. So you run it back and you go forty-four and thirty-eight. And instead of saying we tried to run it back and it didn't work, so now we move on. Let's be honest about what you did. You ran it back, it didn't work. And you rationalized why it didn't work when the reality is it didn't work because it didn't work and it's over. You you had a guy punch another player and then that player got traded and you, you, you doubled down on the, on the guy who did the punching. You had Andrew Wiggins go AWOL last year Let's just be honest. For 10 weeks, nobody still knows why. I get it. It's none of our business. But nobody still goes why. And people looked at it and said, well, Andrew Wiggins. You know, he's, he, he, you know, something happened. So that's going to magically turn around. Did it? How's Wiggins playing now? Playing better. Yeah, three. You know what? Warriors have, Warriors lead the league in guys (laughs) who play two or three good games in a row. And then they also lead the guy, league in guys who play two or three bad games in a row. Like, why couldn't people look at last year, 44-38, and 38, you barely beat the Kings, the Lakers expose you, and say, well, we had the punch. You know, I messed up the season. We had Wiggins. He went AWOL. That, that kind of hurt. Clay, you know, he, he had a funky first couple months. That wasn't very good. Oh, oh, the My- Bob Myers, Bob Myers. You know, he he was a distraction. So all those things are going to magically clean up this year. Well, apparently they haven't. 
I, first of all, I love the guys on this team. You know, we have a, a really good group. They have a good chemistry. They get along well. We haven't found that uh, that grit that every team needs, every good team needs, where you pull together and you just play for the group. Uh, we're not there yet, and and that's a problem. You know, we um, like I said, I, I, we got great guys, love every one of them, but until this team really connects in a in a way that is solely dedicated to winning each and every game then then we're going to be stuck in this in this place so we need we need to get there i mean there it is and you know what i'll be honest with you for all warrior fans out there that are pointing a strong finger at steve kerr that is the one i'll give you that's the one i'll give you i ain't giving you he doesn't play the young guys Enough. I'm not going to give you um, rotations. I'm not giving you rotations. I'm, I will give you the team has not come together. That I will give you. So, Well, how could they? What do you mean? I mean, you've been missing a big piece of it for over half the season. You're talking about Draymond? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, to me, he's talking about, and he used the word, agenda. Guess what? Clay Thompson still has an agenda. He's in a contract year, and he can't make a shot. Okay? That's what Steve Kerr's talking about. What else is he talking about? He's talking about Andrew Wiggins. Of course he's talking about Andrew Wiggins. The enigma. Of course he is. I think he might be talking about Looney. He just can't get Looney to play up to his standards from a year ago. Why? I don't know. We can speculate. I think he's talking about everyone. I, I, I think just, he's talking about the young guys, too. I agree. Like, I, I think he's talking about players who think they should be playing more. Or he's talking players. about Kaminga? Yeah, I mean, he's talking about Kaminga. Could be talking about Moody. He's been getting DMPs. He could be talking about, I don't know, the rookies who, who are have been given you know a lot for a, for a first-year player. He could be talking about... He also could be talking about Draymond Green, who, because of his own individual choices, is missing the majority of the season so far. Um, I mean, I think I think the finger pointing can go everywhere, and I think that's what Steve Kerr is trying to do because, like, he doesn't do that very often, where he calls out players for non-basketball reasons. Like, he'll say a player didn't play well tonight, or he's struggling with this, but he won't go after the integrity of his team the way that he did after the Dallas game. And it was only a 10-point loss. Like He could have done that after the Miami game where they just flatly didn't show up. But he didn't. He waited another game, and they didn't show up again. And the connectivity of this team... I wonder how you feel about this, Steiny, because you were talking about rationalizing last year. Does that sound like a rationalization for what has happened this season? Because it doesn't have to do so much with basketball as it does... The guys buying. I know the two are connected, but one of the things that I was hoping to learn this season was if they're not a championship team or if they're not a contender, is it because of basketball? Is it because they're not good enough? And I think Steve Kerr is saying that we don't know if we're not good enough yet because we haven't been given the opportunity to because guys are out, guys are hurt, guys are suspended, guys aren't buying in. And the same reasons that you could rationalize the reason why they didn't get it done last year have carried over into this season. I don't know if we're going to find out if the team isn't good enough because at their peak of, of how they play the game that there's a team better than them. I don't think we're going to get to that point. 
the way that things are trending because there's always something in the way. And I think Steve Kerr is trying to either bring that to the forefront, extract it, or just put all the rats on the table brought to you by Atco Pest Control that they need to find out if it's about basketball or not. That's where I would say, yeah, it is about basketball. They're, they're, like I, I know exactly what you're saying. You're kind of separating talent with, with chemistry and playing together. I think they're I think they're in trouble both ways, and you know I'm I'm starting to think is it is it is it possible, you know and because I'm trying to take a look at Kerr too, I, I think I think the finger pointing at Kerr's outsized, but whatever. So what if Steve Kerr? We all know he's loyal to the veterans. Okay, so is there a chance this is happening? Just throwing it out there. Steve's been loyal to the veterans since the day he walked in the door, and unfortunately this year. He's had to walk off his veterans more than he has ever before. So he's come off Looney more than he ever has before. He's come off Clay more than he ever has before, and he's come off Wiggins. Well, what if they're not, what if they actually feel like Kerr hasn't supported them enough? Like, most players will tell you, yeah, I wish you would have hung with me longer. Okay, so now your three veteran players you're getting less out of because they're declining and you're playing them less. But what if the young guys are pissed because they think they deserve more time? The hell with the championships from two years ago. By the way, that's the other thing that's holding this team back. Two years ago, two, two years ago, you were 26 and six. Two years ago, you were 26 and six on your way to a title. Think about that. They were 26 and 6, and a lot of people two years ago were saying, I don't think they can do it. They did it. Don't tell me they're going to do it at 15 and 17. Well, and that's why they're they're at a major point. Well, it always seems like they're at a major point in their season. Like five games ago, or before the you know, these losing streaks, um, we were wondering at 10 and 14. Oh my God, what's going to happen with the Warriors? And then they. You know, they get backed up against the wall, and they, they make some plays, they win some games, they beat teams they're supposed to, they get a big win against the Celtics, and everything is right. Right. And then they run into a string of good teams, and that's why I, like, to me, this home stand is maybe more indicative of where they are than the last one, because you got Portland twice. Now, you won five games in seven days. Like, that, I don't want to understate that. That's hard to do, especially if you're an older team. But losing on Christmas, it's kind of like, okay, Stein, you remember when they lost on the road to the Nuggets early in the year. Yeah. And they were playing well. Yeah, they made them 6-2, and two, actually. Yeah, so, yeah, they're playing great basketball. Well, they're playing good basketball. Sure. And we were really, like, I was encouraged. Well, I was less encouraged by the first meeting than I was by this last one. Like, I, I thought they played the champs pretty damn well down to the wire. Denver was just better. Like, their stars were better than the Warriors' stars. But then you come home and you lay the egg you do against uh, just... Miami, deplorable Miami team that's missing four of their starters. How'd their young players look, by the way? Miami's. They played well. You know, it's like I—I I may be wrong here, but it's like, like Tyler Hero's only twenty-three, right? Yeah, something like that. The same age as Jordan Poole, I think. Okay, or he's the same year as Jordan Poole. All right, and then what about uh, you? Need to say the guy's name? Jaime Hawkes. Hawkes. Yeah, the Bruin. Oh, he's a pretty good young player. He can play. Man. And here's the other thing. Here's the I dare somebody. I don't dare anybody. But if somebody really wants to have fun with me today, call in and say, "But Steiny, Steiny, 
Draymond's coming back soon. No, really, Steiny, Draymond's coming back soon. And it's just what we're missing. Well, you want to hear Kerr talk about that? He I actually do. was asked that after oh, the game. Oh, I do. All right, here we go. Yeah. Kind of the way you're talking about this game, I mean, it seems kind of simple to ask, but, like, is this the type of night you really miss Draymond? Uh, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it, he's not here. So, I that you know, there's no reason to dwell on that. You no, said this yes. Seems, it seems fine. You said yes. There's no reason to dwell on it because he can't do anything about it because he's going to be out until probably midway through this month. He's missed nine games. They're five and four. Not all have been suspensions. Um, but suspensions or ejections, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Correct. I, I, yeah, they're five and four. But, like, okay, that's, that's part of the issue, though. And it's really, I think, symbolic of where they are on any night. Like, some nights, they do miss Draymond. Other nights, they don't. Some nights, Curry's got it. Some nights, Clay has it. Other nights, they don't. And that's where the criticism of Steve Kerr I find really hard to lean in on because I just, like, I don't know what to do on a given night when I'm looking at this team, when I'm watching them. I don't know which team's going to show up. If you gave Moody 30 minutes, he might be great. He also might hurt you. If you gave Kaminga 35 minutes, he might be great. He also might hurt you. You got a ton of players on this team that could if pieced together correctly, help you win. But if any one of them has a bad game, like Clay Thompson did against Dallas and Miami, you are not going to win. Like, that's the problem. They have so many players that need to play well together at this point for them to have a chance. And if any one of those pieces doesn't work, it's like a Jenga tower. Like, if you pull one of those pieces at the wrong time, and that's where I, I think... A lot of the the spotlight is shined on Kerr because if he if he makes a wrong choice, that choice really hurts the team. And if one of these guys have a bad game, then everything collapses. And that's not a sign of a team that looks like they're going to contend for a championship. That's a sign of a team that, like last year, is fighting for playoff position and kind of is the way that I looked at them coming into the season, which is you hope you can make some noise. You hope you hope you can be a dark horse. But the Warriors are, both in record and statistics and whatever other means of evaluation you want to throw out there, they are a middle-of-the-pack basketball team, and that's the reality. I mean, there's they're 15-17. and 17. I, I always find it interesting when you know, the Warriors are at home. What do they got? It's like six more games at home. It's unbelievable. By the way, they've lost as many home games now as they did all of last year. Hey, oh, by the way, by the way, uh... What's their road record? The Warriors. Just I, I haven't. I'm not sure. Although the Kings won a couple. The okay. yeah, you're in trouble on that one. Uh, I you don't even have to look. The Warriors are six and nine on the road. Sounds about right. <laughs> I know it. Uh, so they're six and nine. So I'm I'm going to win that bet. And then the Kings need to get to fifty or forty nine. I thought they had to get to. I just thought they had to have a better record than last year. So forty nine. Yeah. Okay. Forty nine. God. I won't, usually I'll. Squeeze fifty out of that, but yeah, and they're they're probably on a fifty to fifty-one win pace. Just split the pot. Hey, yeah. by the way, oh, shoot, I got to get into this fantasy stuff. By the way, I got to check Instagram too. 
Also, by the way, I don't know if a single team in the NBA is going to win 25 road games this year. Probably not. Like That's really hard to do. I know it is. I know. That's why when the Warriors were rolling, it was everybody took everything for granted. Uh, all right. 888-957-9570 is the number. Steiny and Evan Giddings with you. Uh, let's get into the Niners on the other side because I watched the Washington game. They win 27-10, and I let it sink in, and I let it marinate. And now it's yesterday, and I'm talking to my friends about the Niners. And here's the question we just... So what are you thinking about? You thinking about the number one seed you won on Sunday throughout the playoffs? Or are you thinking about what the Baltimore Ravens did to you on Christmas? Yikes! Hey, the Warriors, they try to snap a three-game losing streak tonight at Chase Center against... Oh, and you're going to hear this name, Franz Wagner. Now, he should be a warrior. Uh, and the Magic. Uh, Tip-off 7 o'clock with Tim Roy. That means Warriors Live starts at 6 with Evan Giddings. All on your home for Warrior Basketball 95-7 the game. San Francisco 49ers. What are you thinking about more? That number one seed they earned on Sunday? Or that thumping they took on Christmas? Yikes! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.